Ian Collins wants a word. Powered by the hard-working Mitsubishi L200. With £2,000 off the range, make the L200 your ultimate workmate. So, Kev. Yes, E. Russell Brand. <laughs> Russell Brand or Russell Grant? Which one were you going for? Ah, oh, now you see. Yeah, the Battle of the Russells. Wouldn't be much of a battle, really, would it? Crow. Hang on, Russell Grant's still alive, isn't he? Of course he is, he's a friend of the show. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah silly Russell. me. Yeah. 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 Good old Russell. Russell Crow. Russell Brand. Is it the name Russell? Do, do people still call babies Russell now? No. Why? Don't know. Because Kevin is coming back into fashion. You is know it? Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stop it. No, it is. Stop it. It's one of the most popular... And I, I, this was a case a couple of years ago. It's one of the most popular baby names in France now... Because apparently in France, if you want, no. if you had a baby, you couldn't just call him like uh, Le Baby. You had to, you had to. Uh, that is the French for baby, by the it way. It is. Le, Le yes. Baby. There was a list of approved names from the French government, and yeah. that's why you get so many Jean Lucs and Pierres and R- stuff. Like that's that. right, isn't it? But yeah. they got rid of that or adjusted it. Yes. This might all be bollocks, by the way, but this is my understanding. And Kevin was one of the names, no. Kevin, that really came to the fore. Was it the French that had a kind of ban on quirky names? So if you wanted to call your kid Lionel <laughs> Bucket, <laughs> you were told, sorry, you can't do that. Well, I did this on the shoebox. There are names that, are, the that have been banned, yeah. uh, which you're not allowed to call your baby in certain countries. Certain countries wouldn't allow, say, Superman as a baby name, but others, others will. They're happy with it. Yeah. So Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Well, I mean... He's he's in the entertainment business. He has no. His... He's in the politics business. No, he's in the entertainment business. No longer talking about politics. He's the Che Guevara of our time. <laughs> is he really? Russell Brand is the man. We did a big debate on uh, the radio about the whole. You know the black cab versus Uber. Oh yes. discussion. Yeah. So we made great play of this and try to get to you know where the issue and where the problem lies. Uh, dedicated a show completely to this area. Uh, huge response. Tens and tens and tens of thousands of people following the videos and the updates and all the rest of it. And then Brand, the other day, on his Trues video, yeah. comes up with, uh, Today's subject, mate, how you doing, governor? It's all about the black cab versus the Uber. Oh. And I thought, you <laughs> Not that I have monopoly on a particular debate, but it was rather interesting and timely that he should... Uh, yeah, well, yes, but I think that it's fair to say that, you know, he, he has his own reasons for doing what he does. And a lot of people, um, again, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people are regarding him as, you know, people are really saying, you should be our next prime minister. Yeah. No, because he's an entertainer who happens to be playing with politics now. Playing with words and playing with politics. Uh, in much the same way as, uh, you know, Ricky Gervais picks things. Although it's interesting, on the last once a word that I made up <laughs> that quote about Ricky Gervais and animals, and now all he does is talk about animal rights. I so, know, that's true, isn't it? You know, he's like Brand and your Uber stuff. Wouldn't it be great, though, if other actors followed in the kind of Brand genre? I mean, it'd be quite nice to have seen Donald Sinden releasing <laughs> his videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sinden on politics. Sinden on politics. Can you imagine him on question time? Just going around um, places with an umbrella. What do you think of that, Donald? That's brilliant. <laughs> Anyone could do Sinden, but that's all they can do. That's all they can do. Ian Collins wants a word. Yes, we return as we mooch neatly into the summer months. Mooching. 
Mooching. It's our first subject. Are you allowed to say mooching on LBC? Or is it one of the band words? Mooching. Mooching. Because you used to that? say... Well, you used to mooch all over the place. There was a lot of moochage. Yeah. There was a lot of moochage. Because... There was a lot of moochage. Moochage. There was... <laughs> well there was done. a lot of... There was a lot of mooch... <laughs> there was a lot of moochage. <laughs> well done. Moochage. But despite the fact that you can't say it very well... Because you became name on, on that other station, you know the one. I think is it still there? The one at uh, no. no, right? You had you had your little your little things that you would say like the Colonel's finest and and mooching and uh, you know wizard sleeve and stuff like that. <laughs> Why did you have to mention the wizard sleeve? Well, but uh, do you still do this in in the other place, your new place, or is it sort of like uh, you're not you, you've now become uh, this this broadcaster who doesn't talk about penises and, and popular culture in the same kind of way. Although the Colonel's Parlour does uh, once in a while get a, a reference. Have they ever, ever, ever in your long history, I mean, I know you're a 24-year-old man, yeah. but in your long history of being on the air since you were two, have KFC ever actually given you any free stuff? Never. Never? Never once. Never once. And I've never mentioned them to get free stuff. I mean, you know, if you can't afford a piece of chicken, then there's, some, working, then there's something wrong. However, you know, if I was running the Emporium up there, I'd go, hang on, this fella's been banging on about the Colonel for yonks. Give him a box of chicken. <laughs> yes! Well, exactly. Just one box. Yeah, just like a The fa- Nando's people give folk chicken. Well, they give you those, um, those black cards, the don't black they? black card, yeah. Which, uh, Somebody we know had one. Well, it's a bit strange, because there are certain... Uh, radio presenters who yes. have these black cards, yeah. and they uh, they will talk about how great Nando's is, whereas I don't think they're actually supposed to. But because they got the black card, they have to. But it's kind of... Well, I don't think you have to. I mean, you know the black card does entitle you to eat there with five friends. Yes. As often as you like. Yes. For a year. Yeah. It's quite a generous card. But it was definitely the case. that the, And I, they may not be on air anymore. So I'm not naming anyone in particular. Yes. Or looking at any particular radio stations now, such as <laughs> on breakfast. No, because, they you know, they talk about Nando's all the time. All the time. They're not called No, they're DJ Piri Piri. And, uh, <laughs> so I see what they did there. Yeah, yeah, that is... So, yeah, yeah. So have we got some questions, Kev? It's questions and feedback. Oh, Good. Via social media and email brought to you by Chicken Cottage. <laughs> Get your hands on our fancy chicken box for only eleven ninety nine, including free beans. Uh, from Harvey Headbanger. Harvey says, Gents, you were talking about shite BBC Two show No Limits and pondered over the original host's fate. That's true. See last episode. Yes. Can't say what happened to the guy, but the original girl presenter was Lisa Maxwell. Was it? So Harvey says... Before Jenny Powell. Before Jenny Powell, it was apparently Lisa Maxwell. Or was it Jenny Powell who left and then it became Lisa Maxwell? I think Jenny Powell was in it into the, up to the bitter end. But I, I don't remember the first series of it at all. Didn't Lisa Maxwell used to do something with Gaz Top? Uh, or who was the other guy? The Italian-y... Uh, Joe Dolce? No, t- kids' <laughs> TV presenter. Super Mario. No. What was his name? He did some work on a radio station I worked at. You would know him. Nino Ferretto. Correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nino Ferretto. <laughs> what a strange mind I have. Where did that come from? 
he did a program. It was him, and was it him and Gaz Top? Was it Splash? Was that a show? I can't I remember. Think they did. Not, yeah. the, not the Splash, the original Splash. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, Nino. Not the Fer- one with Daryl Hannah. Nino Ferretto had like whacker hair, didn't he? He <laughs> yes, just had like he, did. he yeah. made he made Pat Sharp look yeah. kind of sensible yeah, yeah, and cool. Yeah. And he went to uh, radio and Challenge TV or something, didn't he? Did he do Challenge TV? Yes, I think he might have done. Yeah, there you go. I think he might have done. Uh-huh. But anyway, Lisa Maxwell did. She was part of that clan on the ITV thing. And then she became an actor, and I think she was in The Bill, and now she's one of the loose women. Happens to us all. It does. Uh, Harvey continues, never mind all that, though. Whatever happened to Laurie Pike? God, yeah. The word. No, well, no. Laurie Pike, you're thinking of Katie Puckrick, who was a very similar Katie creation. Katie Puckrick, yeah. Laurie Pike was American as well. Yes. Manhattan Cable was the show. Manhattan Cable. Uh, right. Which showed clips of pu- when public access TV existed in the States. Yeah. And there was a clip uh, about a dog called Filthy. Filthy the dog had his own theme tune. I am so filthy. I am so filthy. But she would show all of these really ropey TV shows because mm. you had to have a channel in Manhattan, in the Manhattan market, uh, which anyone could do a TV show on. So Laurie Pike did this show over here, yeah. and she did another show called Ring My Bell. Do you remember Ring My Bell? Ring My Bell was effectively a phone-in, but it had a whole bunch of celebrities in wooden crates stacked up. <laughs> and you could phone up and say, yeah, I'd like to talk to Keith Chegwin, please. <laughs> yes, I do remember. And you talk to Keith, but the yeah. camera would move along, so you get, like, yeah, snippets yeah, yeah. of people going, F*** off, Cheggers! <laughs> and putting the phone down and looking yeah. a bit despondent. I'm going to raise you a Magenta Divine. Well, Magenta Divine... I mean, I, I, I put her in a... Wasn't slight... that just Annie Lennox in sunglasses? <laughs> I put Magenta Divine in a different category to Laurie Pike and Katie Puckett. You think so? Yeah, because Laurie Pike was much more of a sort of um, gimmicky... Yes. ...model-y type thing. <laughs> Katie Puckrick was much more of a sort of Laurie Pike works, and she lives here, so let's put her on the word. Yeah. And... Magenta was a bit more cred. Well, she was rough guide. Well, was rough it rough guide? Gu- rough guide to the... The world or something. Ah, uh, Rough Guide. Was yeah. it called Rough Guide? It, but she did this TV show and she swanned around and she wore these big glasses all the time. And she looked like a bit of a tool to Who was the bloke that did that with her? <sighs> it was an Asian guy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And isn't... Oh. F***ing hell. Well, that's another one. Someone will answer that next week. <laughs> yep. Email kev at once the word. <laughs> don't, dot com, no, please. don't. So, yeah, Laurie Pike. Yeah. If you're listening, Laurie... Uh, <laughs> With nothing to say, I, I would be very interested to hear from yeah. Laurie Pike. I mean, where's she gone? Because she was on TV on Channel Four a lot, and then she does. She's probably about fifty odd. She probably is. Uh, I don't think her hair color is natural. From Tom Thumbs, better off. Lads, how did you get on with Fortitude in the end? I thought it was splendid. Did you watch it? No. So oh. that's the end of this question. <laughs> I it. watched it. Did you? I watched it. I thought it was kind of all right. Yeah. A lot of people gave up on it. It was strange because it was the only TV show I've ever watched where you actually feel cold watching it. <laughs> I, I would see the poster at railway stations and I'd freeze my Every, tits off. Yeah, I watched it in a parka. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> freezing. All this entertainment. Snuggle yeah. up on a sofa. Damn right. And the fire was on. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of was odd and strange and there was a vague anticlimax to it but it did have uh, Stanley Tukey uh, I thought you were going to say Stanley Baxter was in it <laughs> that would have been good playing the queen yes 
You can't go wrong with a bit of Stanley Tukey. Or Stanley Baxter. Indeed. Um, and it also had... Um, Christopher Eccleston was in it. Eccleston was in it for Dumb- just one episode. Just one episode? Yes. He was all over the posters. I know he was. He was referred back quite a lot. But, yeah. um, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael, Dumbledore. Michael Gambon. Mm. And, um, yeah, and it was pretty big stuff. It was well done. I, uh, it had something of the Lost about it. You see, Lost ruined that whole genre. Yeah, it was for... kind of a little bit in that ballpark. And the very last episode didn't end like a season end. It ended like an episode end, which is very annoying. Well, are they making any more? Yeah, one, oh. there's a new one coming. 42. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, we started this whole conversation just so you could say that. <laughs> yeah, 42. I don't know what the third one will be called. But I know what the fourth one Yeah, you've already got that one sorted out. <laughs> From uh, Jim Beam, not the bourbon. Uh, Jim says, very much enjoy your yearly podcast. How about making it more often? Well. Well. Yes, we are. Mm. Uh, but we're doing a little bit of a fortnightly thing yes. for a little bit, just to regulate the because service. Because of the summer. Largely because, because of, of the, the summer. summer. Yeah. Because we do this in a garden, and health and safety says <laughs> you, can't, you can't sit outside for that long. No, yeah. no. But uh, every fortnight, yep. and we'll get a regular schedule, and then we'll sort of, things will happen towards the Correct. end of the year. It'll all make sense. Yes. From from Nigella Dawson, the comedy chef. I'm thinking of taking up a dangerous sport for the summer. My mother-in-law <laughs> made a lovely pie. You two sound as if you might have done some of that daring shit. <laughs> what do you recommend? I've never done any of that daring shit, as she puts it. Uh, bungee? You, I've not done bungee. Parachute? Uh, no, but I quite like the extreme idea Extreme ironing? I've done extreme... <laughs> yeah, I'm you doing... won that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah, I was the fastest, but I did. Um, you know, you got snowboarding. Yeah, I did do extreme sandboarding once. Did you in uh, in South America? Yeah, it doesn't count. No, it does because it's f***ing fast. Because here's the thing: you've got these sand dunes, yep. and they give you this this sandboard and some wax. So you put the wax on the board, stand on it, and then you go literally at eighty eight miles an hour, so fast. You end up in 1955. It is, it's ridiculous. And I nearly broke my hip as well and did several 360 flips, not intentionally, just because I fell over. That wasn't right. That was a candle they give you, wasn't it? In case it gets late. No, it's like a slippery wax. Oh, it's almost like a sort of, you know, sexual Base wax. jumping, what's all that about? That's nuts. That is. You like your free jumping, don't you? Your parkour. Yeah. Love it. I'm forever, <laughs> I'm forever leaping between people's flats. Flats? Yeah. Take your time. From Frank Gorshin's Codpiece. <laughs> uh, Frank Gorshin's Codpiece writes, All right, Collins, the game is up. Uh, this is you, right? And he sent a link uh, from the independent newspaper yep. a couple of weeks ago, which reads, A mystery vigilante nicknamed the Bromley Batman has been seen in action by several witnesses cleaning up the streets of South London from knife-wielding gangs and muggers. The incognito hero who wears a mask, combat trousers, and is reported to have a well-groomed beard first made headlines when he saved a city worker from being robbed by a knife gang in Bromley Town Centre, South London. I can't say anything. Your opinions on Bromley and mm. its its crime level are, are well documented. Correct. On, yes. on this podcast. Yeah. They, and all I can say is they needed addressing. That's all I can really say. Well, it's nice to see you keeping busy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. On your nights off, yeah, fighting definitely. crime. Do you need That's a... All. Do you need a sidekick, you know, sort of Robin to your Batman? Or a Tonto to my Lone Ranger? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Q. 
Kimosabi. Because I've got someone in mind, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Indeed. Yeah? Yeah? Because yeah. Ian Dale, two Ians, that'd be perfect. Yeah, that sounds like a mean fighting machine, doesn't it? Oh, my God, it's the two Ians. <laughs> in the Ian-mobile. Quick, Ian, I can see him. Pass my Ian rang. To the Ian cave. The Ian phone. No, okay, let's move on from it. Just call it the iPhone. Oh, that's good. And everything could just be... Oh, oh yes. Oh, well done. Yeah. From Fleabag McGee. Kev said on the last episode that he had his Foo Fighters tickets cancelled. Well, sort of. What happened was Dave Grohl... Brittle tit. ...managed to fall off a stage and break his leg. So, yes. Uh, my guess is that his musical tastes were not always this mature. What was the first record he ever bought? Can't wait for this. My money is on musical youth or similar <laughs> shit. Musical youth. I bet you bought that. No, that was that was pretty dire at the time, and also it came out way before either of us were born. So True. you know, I'm yeah. a wrong era. Yeah, my granddad told me about that. <laughs> first, so first record you bought was it a record? Was it a CD? Um, I have a, a bit of vinyl. No, I could tell you it was it was vinyl, and it was a few years after it came out, I think. But it was uh, a Queen album. Genuinely, it was the Flash Gordon. Soundtrack. Fair enough. Which I then followed up with Jeff Love and his orchestra plays super themes, which had the worst version of the Doctor Who theme anyone has ever That's committed why to you recording. It. No, it was because it had a sort of pseudo Superman on the cover. What about you? What was your first? Um, it was. What was your first? It was. Uh, it was Slade. Far, far away. <laughs> which, when I look back, I'm all right with that. I think that was quite a credible choice. I suppose so. Slade were. Yeah, there was there was Slade and there was the Sweet, wasn't there? Record buying's changed now, though, because you can do it on your phone. Can you? What, have, do you not what, buy like press buttons? You don't buy music on your really? phone. Really? Can you? Yeah, I can't stop it. Wow, of course you can. Yeah. Right. Okay. What was the last album you bought then? Don't buy albums. Uh, well, last, last single. Single I bought. I think it was. I think it was that Baz Luhrmann sunscreen. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's going back a bit. Um, I'll play you some of the genuinely the last. Uh, from the last album I bought. I'll, yeah. I'll play it. And I'm not making this up. This isn't a bit. This is absolutely true. German beer drinking songs. Really? Who doesn't love German beer drinking songs? Can I just add, I think that's vaguely suspicious. <laughs> Why? I like drinking beer. And I also like Germany. Do you know Max Mosley? <laughs> and finally, Esther, from Penis Face. <laughs> so we established eating burgers with hands in restaurants may or may not be acceptable, because we didn't really get a resolution to that in no, the last episode. Uh, but what about pizzas? Is it okay to slice up and use the hand method, or is a ah. knife and fork the correct answer? Or does it question. depend on the establishment? Yes, it does. I ask, as I can't think for myself. I would say, if you go to Pizza Hut, you eat a pizza with your hands. If you go to Pizza Express, you eat it with a knife and fork. Yes. Why? I have no idea. I've never thought of that before. But I've yeah, also seen people... Use... I've seen people in, like, in Pizza Hut yeah. using knife and fork, and in Pizza Express, using hands. I mean, kids probably use the hands, don't they? I'm talking about your grown-ups, my friend. If you're having an American hot, then I quite like that with knife and fork. Well, you don't want to get chilli oil on your hands. That's the other problem. Ah, oh, there's always that. Have you ever been to Italy? You know there's a country yes. called Italy. Are you, yes, I have. Are you familiar with Italy? Many times. It looks like a boot. But you know if you buy, if you go to like a, a pizza emporium, yes. 
uh, they give you pizza, but it's like folded, yes. so it's almost like a sort of sandwich. Mm. It's it's like you're you're eating it kind of like a sandwich. It's a different it's, pizza action. It's sold by weight. So is that, given that they invented the f***ing thing, is that the right way to eat a pizza rather than us messing around with holding it and balancing it across our fingers or using a knife and fork in the first place? Do you know what? I don't actually care. <laughs> hey, hey, you're being a it is very exciting. It is the feature that takes a long, hard look at life's utter knobheads. You know the kind of folk, those who, regardless of sex, status or faith, find themselves acting in a penile-based manner. They might be off the telly, they could be your mate or your neighbour. It's even possible it's your other half. Whoever they are, wherever they lurk, these are the people who, from time to time, display such traits of sheer dumbass buffoonery. You find yourself concluding... Only one thing. Hey! Hey! You're being a dick. Dick. Kev. I have one. Go. Uh, actually, it's a big one. Okay. The internet. Yeah? All of the internet. All of it. And specifically, the internet jumping on things before they have any idea about what's going to happen. A recent example. Young Tom Holland, 19-year-old yes. British actor, son of Dom Holland, who a has friend been, of ours, yeah, been on the podcast. Been on the podcast. He's the new Spider-Man. And that's, that's yeah, a, hell of a yes. hell of a gig. Yeah. No doubt about yeah, it. He's right? a new millionaire. But the thing about this is, there's a tendency for people to jump on, uh, like, casting announcements, as an example. Yeah. And people are already saying, he's too young, he's mm. British, uh, this is never going to work. Let's look at this a little bit, shall yes. we? Firstly, Batman's been British, Superman is British, yep. and the internet has a long history of jumping all over casting True. announcements very, very badly. Prior to the internet, people thought Michael Keaton would be a terrible Batman, and he was, let's be honest, the best one. Yeah. So all I'm asking is that people sort of wait and see. But in fairness, if you want to read about Spider-Man, the best place is the web. <laughs> You are so f***ing fired, it's not even funny. Here's one. I think we've been in this territory before. Oh, yeah. That are um, arse clowns who... And I, I saw this, oddly, I, I'd had this on the list to mention anyway, because I saw it yesterday. And then today I saw a whole evolution of the problem. And this is people who use their headset to... So it's that they're using an iPhone and they've, yeah. they've plugged in the earpiece. So it allows you to hear the caller. Oh, yeah. And it allows you to speak through the mechanism... Of a little microphone. Indeed. Yeah. So you don't have to hold the f***ing phone to your face while you do it. Do they not know the microphone is there? If they're walking down a busy road and someone says, oh, I can't hear you very well, it's got nothing to do with the fact they've just walked past a bulldozer that's tearing down a building. Yes. They think, oh, it must be because I have to hold up the little microphone. Yeah, but they do two things. That One, they either hold up the microphone, which yeah. looks ridiculous, or... They continue to speak into the phone yes. in a sort of an apprentice style, like holding it at a kind of horizontal position in front of the mouth, even though at that point the microphone in the phone has been bypassed by the microphone that's hanging out of your ear. Yes. So there is no point in doing that. Earlier today, while coming here, at Charing Cross Station, famous railway station down there in London Town... That's the one. I saw a man uh, walking towards me with his headset on and the actual microphone piece 
balanced on his lip. <laughs> now, I don't know whether he'd stuck it there with some tasty gum and thought this is the best way to do it, or whether he was just simply holding it there via the conduit of spittle. But either way, this bloke was making no mistake that he was going to be heard at the other end, because he essentially ate his own microphone. But if, the dick. But then why bother? Why not just grow a navy beard, and then you can tie it into yep. the beard, and then it will always be there. And it would look very trendy as well, especially if you're like Santa. Uh, yeah, we need face mics. Face mics. Yeah. Boris Karloff says, Can I nominate Harriet Harman for allowing the Labour Party to become the Tory party? Are this bunch of pseudo-Marxist workers going to simply agree <laughs> with everything the Tories do? Well, to be fair to Labour, they haven't really started yet, have they? I mean, they've kind of, you know, they're waiting for their leader. When their leader comes, then they can start making policy. But at the moment, yeah, they pretty much agree with, we're going to cut this. Oh, we agree with that. We're going to cut that. We agree with that. Who's going to cut your head off? We agree with that. So uh, so who's going to get it then? Who's going to be the next leader of the I opposition? think it's probably going to be Andy Burnham, and he's going to come horribly unstuck. Really? Yeah. Interesting. This from Blow Blow from Plymouth Ho. It says, <laughs> my dick nomination is for Scooby-Doo. Have you seen this shit lately? They aren't even drawn the same. Don yeah. Messick will be spinning in his kennel. Well, I happened to see one of these Scooby-Doo shows uh, a little while ago, and they've changed it, but it's now a bit more knowing, because Fred and Daphne are definitely f***ing. And it's... it's <laughs> no, but they are, but are they, they even acknowledge it. Like, they, they go... You know how they always used to disappear? Yeah. And Shag would say, where were you two? And they're like, uh, nowhere... And you see Fred putting his packet of condoms back yeah. in his jacket pocket and all that kind mm. of thing. And cleaning himself up afterwards. Yeah. So uh, they, they do, they, they're do. they trying to, I think, be more sort of uh, meta and appeal to the kids and is parents. That well, the, the secret thing to do with kids' TV programs is to appeal to kids and parents. Of course it is. Yeah. Because then why you would, buy the toys. Why was it called the... Sometimes it was called the Scooby-Doo Show, wasn't it? I think the original was Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Yeah. And then there was, I think there was a Scooby-Doo show, yeah. and then there was Scooby and Scrappy-Doo, but we'd never, ever, ever talk about that. Is phase. he still in it? Oh, no. no. So he's long gone. What happened? No. Rabies. Got run over. No animals were hurt during the making of this podcast. So they are still making Scooby-Doo. Yes, yeah, they are. But just they don't just look, they, they don't look as good. Best-selling toy range. Kim in Swansea, I'd like to go for the man in the pet shop who sold me and my little boy a gerbil, but told us it was a long-tailed hamster. My... <laughs> My rodent knowledge is limited, so I just went for it. The man no longer works in said store, and the owner now refuses to believe my story. Should I write to Anne Robinson, or can I just leave it with you guys? Oh, yeah, leave it with us. Yeah, leave it with us. Absolutely we'll fine. Sort out no you, problem rodent. at all. Uh, and this from Great Aunt Sarah, who says, My nomination is firmly with the Greek government. However, I have decided to take a leaf out of their book and not pay my mortgage, credit card, or council tax for the next six months. Is this new PM a dick or just stupid? <laughs> well, that is what it amounts to, isn't it? You know, <clears> we owe an awful lot of money, but we're not going to pay that. Why should we? Because no one paid any tax for seven decades. Yeah, it's an interesting situation, uh, and I'm sure you'll have lots to say about it later on on the train home with all the drug people. Can't wait. Credit stream. Ah, there you go. We are back very soon, of course, for the next episode. In the meantime, if you like what we do, make sure you get over to iTunes to rate and review and subscribe. If you're Android, you can go Stitcher or anywhere else for that matter. Oh, yeah. Places. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Mitsubishi Motors in the UK. Thank you to Kev. Thank you oh, to... Oh, yeah, no, thank you to Ian Yeah, as well. thank yeah. you. Thank you to Andre, you filthy... <laughs> Thank you to... Kevin McLeod. Kevin McLeod, Incompetech.com for the music music stuff. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, Thank you to Will Guyatt, who I think is going to be on with us on the next episode. Not if I've got anything to say about it. Fair enough. Until then, goodbye. A Big Things Media production. (laughs) Big Things! Ian Collins wants a word. 
powered by the hard-working Mitsubishi L200. With £2,000 off the range, make the L200 your ultimate workmate. Yeah, and what about Abdul? F*** him. <laughs>